Hey guys, you're listening to the JK Experience, where we train leaders to live a life of exceptional impact, influence, and faith. I'm your host, Josh Kalinowski, and my main man, James Rivera, is right by my side today. How you doing? Good, man. It's good to have you. It's good to be here. I do. I, I enjoy this time, man. We, uh, we, we try our best to do it more and more, but uh, <laughs> the, the day doesn't always allow us to do that. Yeah, sometimes life and business get in the way of us of us doing this thing that we enjoy so much, and, and I know... You're like really, really busy right now. You've got you've got a lot of plates spinning. I do, yeah. In fact, uh, man, I had my second 24-hour uh, silent retreat, which I was just absolutely thrilled to do. Um, that's an interesting story. I think we need to talk about that one on another podcast. So I think sure. we got some great stuff they want to talk about today. But yeah, it's been. Um, I'd say the the plates were spinning fast and furious, and uh, starting to get a little bit out of control. To be honest with you, that's why I was able to get away on that retreat. But yeah, man, I'm super excited. We've got, uh, we're so close to the book launch. Um, Mm -hmm. we are, we're, we're, we're right there. It's kind of like we're at the ninth hour and it seems like it's not coming, but I know it's there. I know the destination will will get there, but, um, absolutely thrilled how it's going so far and excited to be able to, um, get it in the hands of so many of our audience members. A lot of people have been asking about it. They've started to have these questions. That's one of the things we want to talk about here a second, but man, oh man, dude, it is, uh, it's been fun. I feel like, you know, I went into this project. I felt like the book was going to be Mount Everest, right? The book was going to be the top. And what I've realized is that I'm literally only at base camp one, like yeah. the, the book release is going to get me to base camp one. And then I have multiple additional feet to scale. Uh, in order to really get to that uh, ultimate goal. So uh, excited about that. Good. You know, it's such a process. And, and yeah. it's, you know, the wheels wheels move pretty slowly, but now it seems like you're really picking up a lot of momentum and things are happening quickly. And I got to tell you, the buzz is out there. Like we're, yeah. we're getting people talking about the book, people bringing it up to, to you and me. Yeah. And and I love that. And like you, like you alluded to, there, there's a bunch of questions. And, you know... I, I don't know. I don't know if we can take this time. Can, can I ask a question about the book? Yeah, I think it's a great opportunity, man. I think that, you know, once again, I'm trying to, I'm trying to answer them as I, as they come in, but, uh, let's do it. I think that we've had a lot of, a lot of come in, but we're only doing one though. Only doing one. Gosh, how do I narrow that down to just one question when there's so many? <laughs> uh, okay. So I, I think we know, and I, I think our, our listeners and viewers know the, the premise of the book, right? It's, it's meant to, it's meant to help, uh, maybe athletes or business people or, or just people in general, mm-hmm. when, when they feel like uh, maybe they haven't achieved everything they want to achieve, yeah. and, and where do they go from there? So knowing that, knowing that it's, that it's geared towards those athletes and, and entrepreneurs, what would you say to one of those people who, who maybe felt like they were struggling or, or not moving forward? Yeah. I, there's uh, Well, first of all, I mean, there's a lot of questions I would be asking, but if I just had to go super high level on yeah. this, uh, the first thing I would just say is, is just make the statement of that that failure is not final, excuse me, failure is not final for sure. And that is the mistake that we make is, uh, unfortunately, when we have a setback, when we have something happen in our life that is either tragic or, uh, does, we don't reach that goal that we want to achieve. We allow that failure to own us. It becomes our identity, right? And I would say that in order for you to move forward, in order for you to accept where you're at, you have to realize that failure is not final. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing I would say from there is that you have to understand too, is that you've got to start paying the price again, like you did before. Everything that you did before, you paid a price 
in order to chase that dream, yep. right? And if that dream is over, so if it's if you're a collegiate athlete or if you're a professional athlete and you no longer are able to do that sport, that dream is over. And you've got to discover the next thing that you want to do. And it's not easy. I'm not saying like you just turn, you know, you, you wake up the next day and you're able to do that. But what I'm saying is that you didn't lose your purpose. You lost the dream. You might have lost your passion for a while, but you haven't lost your purpose. And so the, the, the job that you have next is to identify the next thing you want to tackle knowing that that's not the thing that's going to maybe maybe give you the, the greater vision of your purpose at that moment, mm-hmm. but it's going to be the next thing you can accomplish. And I failed to do that. I failed to at least, I failed to identify that. I started chasing things, materialistic things, financial things mm-hmm. that I thought were going to be like, that were going to give me that same passion and maybe give me that same, uh, what would I thought would be my purpose. Yep. And they, they don't, they're fleeting, mm-hmm. right? So how do you use the passion you had before with something in the future that you can drive and push yourself at the level you did before in order to be, to in order to possibly see that succeed. Wow, that's great. Brilliant. I love that. So, uh, you know, you know me, I'm, I'm the king of segues. So uh, you, you talk about failure, right? And mm-hmm. in a previous podcast, we were talking about our one word and, and you said you have this, this, uh, this statistic about the amount of uh, New Year's resolutions that fail, right? right? Yeah. And it's high, yeah. right? A lot of people set New Year's resolutions and, and they fail at them, right? Yeah. And so because of that, we're, you and I are big fans of, of a one word, right? Yeah. One word that you live by for the, for the year. Yeah. So, you know, let's talk about that. You know, it's a new year. We're, we're a little bit into the new year now, and some people are having resolutions. Uh, some people's resolution is to detox. Yeah. Right. I think it's a great word, man. I'm so glad we're going to talk about that today because you're right. Uh, a lot of us find ourselves <laughs> detoxing in January, more more so from the alcohol because you consumed so much of it maybe in the month of December, or maybe you just consumed enough of it in 2020 because of COVID. I know so <laughs> many people that drank so much more uh, in 2020 because of all of the things that were going on, right? So detox yep. is a really big word right now uh, in our circles. And then of course, obviously, I'm sure in your circles as well too. And I, I think it's great that people come up with New Year's resolutions. I'm a fan of them. I mean, it's funny when, once again, I think I did a podcast on this uh, when you were working and just actually crushing stuff out there. I came in and really talked about, uh, you know, don't listen to the naysayers say that New Year's resolutions are stupid. Oh. Like whatever motivates you to change in your life who gives a crap what everybody else says, mm-hmm. right? And so uh, the detox, like this detox, I think is so important for us. Now, I'm not talking about alcohol anymore. Let's just move on from there. All right. But we know that we have to identify the things that we maybe had a little bit of excess to. Ax- excess? Excess, excess yeah. yeah. And we had access to the and made it excess. You got right? it. Uh, in our life. And so that could be social media. Like, oh my gosh, dude. Like we just went through an election. We've gone through so many things right now when it came to the, uh, with COVID and the release of the, of the shot and like, oh my gosh, dude, social media is unreal. It's Mm -hmm. off the chain right now. And maybe you just need to detox from that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That is so true. I mean, we, again, anything you can consume, whether it's visually or internally, you can overconsume it. Mm -hmm. Right. And Man, it is easy to just get down in the dumps with all the negative that you're that you're putting into your brain. It's easy to let that drag you down and get into a, almost a depression. Yeah, yeah. So when you look at detox, I mean, one of the things that's so easy to go back to is like those five foundational pieces that we talk about: mm-hmm. faith, family, fitness, finance, and future. Faith, family, fitness, finance, and future. 
And what are the things that you can maybe detox from in those areas? Now, you're like, what do you mean faith? Like, how do I detox from faith? Well, maybe you're listening to way too many podcasts. Maybe you're really, you're just con- consuming way too much information, and you're not applying any of the lessons and any of the uh, of the, uh, the 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 talks and the conversations that you're listening to in your life. I mean, because we can get that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I've had a I had a really good friend that was he had a goal to read um, something like 50 books in a year, wow. and that's a lot of books, man. And I'm going. Dude, that's great, but how much of it are you really applying? Mm-hmm. Like, who cares if you're reading 50 books if you're not actually taking it and applying it into your life and making yourself better, right? So we have to look at the things that we are consuming, both in social media, both with food and alcohol, maybe the friends that you're around too. Like, do you have negative people, people that are bringing you down, people that are constantly talking about the political realm right now, constantly talking about COVID, constantly talking about all the negative crap that's going on, and you have a life that you have to live? That's a, that, that is a really important thing that I believe that people need to start looking at as well too, is like who you're surrounding yourself with. You bet. Yeah, so... um. When you're talking about this, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, not only how does it apply to my personal life, but how does it apply to my professional life, right? How can we detox professionally? Yeah. Well, once again, I think that there's stimulus overload. So you're, you're consuming way too much information and you're not applying it at all to your life, yep. right? You're not applying it at all to your business. Um, you're also maybe getting multiple people telling you, hey, listen, how many emails you need to send? Well, you need to send five daily. Okay, well, no, you need to do 10 daily. No, no, you need to do 20 daily. No, you need to three. Like, you just got to make up your mind and do it, yep. right? There's not just one answer and one thing to solve the riddle of how to become successful as a business owner, right? And I think that, once again, I find myself getting consumed with that. You know, even statistics, I look at statistics all the time. Well, you can manipulate statistics, by the way. Oh, yeah. Right? So it's the same thing when it comes to business and it comes to um, how you run your business. You can manipulate what, what people tell you to do, and you can always figure out exactly what you should and shouldn't be doing. It's just a matter of how much you're going to give them, we call this authority in our lives, but how much mm-hmm. authority you're going to give those people, how much do you have to detox away from the people that don't have any authority in your life when it comes to business? Yeah, how about it? Because at, at the end of the day, people are really, really willing to give you free advice. Yeah. And at the end of the day, free is free advice is worth exactly what you pay for it, right? Absolutely, brother. You know, one of the new apps out there is Clubhouse, and I've been really talking about this. Uh, I tell you what, I mean, if you have not gone out in a Clubhouse, I, I highly recommend it. Because the thing that I love about this one is that it's live conversations with people that you have an interest in following, right? Um, whether it's an influencer, whether it's an entrepreneur, whether it's a business owner, uh, whether it's just a person uh, that, that you know uh, personally, like these are great chat rooms where you can just be the fly on the wall and hear their strategies hear their concepts, hear the things that are going on that actually are allowing them to be successful, right? And it's not like social media where it's typically there's a call to action and they want you to buy in and get into my funnel and they want to upsell you and all those other things, right? These, this is just live, genuine conversations with people truly helping other people as they're scaling and growing and building themselves and their companies and their businesses. I love that because it's raw, right? It isn't edited, and it isn't fabricated, right? And it isn't misinformation for the, in, the, in the sense that, you know, they can put, once again, random statistics out there mm-hmm. that say that, hey, listen, I'm a billionaire. They got the Lamborghini in the back, and he's got a billion pennies and nothing else, right? <laughs> yeah. And then he's got 
which is still a lot of money, by the way. Uh, and that Lamborghini behind him is not real, right? He rented it's that, rented, right? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying is that this platform, I do, I'm, I'm really uh, enjoying this because I've really cut out a bunch of other stuff that I Good. used to kind of pay attention to. And I've been super focused on this. And I'm telling you, I have gotten some amazing nuggets that I've implemented and I've started to use in my life and in our businesses. You know, I'm, I've heard a lot about the Clubhouse app. I'm not on it because yes. I'm, I'm an Android user and it's yes. not available yet to Android people, but uh, it is for iPhone people. And I got to tell you, everything I'm hearing about it is great. So I can't wait till they open that up for, for us Android yeah. folks. Yeah. You know, so going back to detox, you know, once again, um, as you're looking at, you know, adapting and changing, maybe you're doing something amazing already in this first quarter. You know, what is it, though, that like you can maybe get out of your life? What are the things, uh, you know, one of the, uh, the hacks that I try to do every single year, uh, this one happened to be because um, I literally got hacked on my credit card. But, you know, January 1, get a new credit card, cancel yeah. the credit card. Because you have no idea what are the small charges that are being uh, monthly, they're, they're being added to your monthly expenses, and you don't even know about it anymore, right? Exactly. It's something that you signed up in July, and you don't even use that anymore, but they're still charging you 20 bucks a month, 50 bucks a month, right? And I just thought, I was going through our credit card statement here just a couple weeks ago, and I'm like, oh my gosh, all these little charges that I don't even believe we're even using them. Correct. Right? So getting a new credit card, canceling that, I mean... I tell you what, talk about a detox from a wasting a lot of money on things that you don't really use. That is a fantastic way to do that. Yeah, you know, so those, a lot of times we, we get lured into those, to those offers or, hey, I'll share this information with you. Just give me your credit card so I know you're a real person. Small reoccurring charge on yes. there. But don't worry, you can cancel at any time. We don't go back and cancel them. And now next thing you know, you've got hundreds of dollars a month possibly going out to those right to those charges. Yeah, a twenty dollar a month uh, charge turns into two hundred and forty bucks for the year, man. You got it. You know, that's a nice night out with dinner and a hotel and all yeah. that stuff, you know. So uh, just I highly recommend that. But, you know, regardless of where you're at with life and as you're moving forward and you're challenging yourself with those new goals and mm -hmm. maybe a new diet, maybe a new workout, whatever. What can you detox? That is the important thing that you should be asking yourself right now with, because it's so healthy. It is absolutely healthy to get rid of things, get rid of the excess that you've been giving yourself access to. I, didn't like that. I, I actually got that right, dude. That was know. great. So hey, I'm going to put you on the spot here, Josh, uh, because we've been working on this, like me hitting you from left field, and you've got you to ah, feel the I need it, ball. too. I need it. All right. So, uh, so we, we, we talked about faith. We talked about fitness. We talked about finances. Um, what do we do family? How do we detox family-wise? Oh, man. Dude, that, it's so good. That's such, it's such a great question. Um, well, once again, when it comes to family, like, what are you paying attention to? What are you not paying attention to? Okay. Right? You know, so it's really easy this time of the year in Casper, Wyoming, to hunker down and just watch Netflix. Yeah. Right? But are you doing that on a regular, like, too often? Is that, is that the only thing that you guys are doing as a family? Right? You, when, you, when you're doing overconsumption of anything, it doesn't become healthy for you, right? It doesn't matter what you're eating, doesn't matter what you're drinking, doesn't matter what you're watching. Anytime that you overindulge in those areas, you, first of all, you take them for granted. They don't become effective anymore, right? And, it's and it becomes unhealthy and it becomes a very unhealthy thing in your life, right? Um, every night, I will tell you this, my, my daughters, when they're done with dinner, they will, they will just motor through dinner, right? And they won't ask for seconds, because they want dessert. Ah. Every night, it's dessert. 
And it's like, no, we don't get dessert every night. We have to detox from dessert so that we're not, because it, it became a part of the, I expect it. I'm going to overindulge. Hey, you know, can I have three scoops today now? I mean, I only had two yesterday and they were kind of smaller. So I, can I get make up for it and have the third one today? You know? Mm -hmm. So it's those, it's things like that. It's like, what are you doing in excess with the family that maybe you need to cut back on a little bit and change it up, go do something else. Let's hey, go to the gym together, you know, go shoot basketball uh, or go shoot hoops together. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's other ways that you can spend family time together. And you don't have to do the same things because uh, here's the thing too, is that I love doing that because it brings in a little bit more excitement. Once again, when you get used to it, you just fall into that pattern. The next thing you know, you're watching Netflix. And then next thing you know, you're checking your phone and then someone's someone's you know, going to check their computer. When it becomes stagnant, you start to allow everything else to kind of fall apart around it, Got it. you know, and 20 minutes during the movie, one of the kiddos leaves because they want, they don't, the, this movie's boring. I don't want to do this anymore. You know, movie night doesn't have the same effect as it, used, it did it the first couple weeks when you did it. That is great. That is great. So we've only got one F left. Okay. How do we detox from our future? Well, I think that here, here's the thing is that we are often looking at the immediate future. We're not looking at the long-term future. And I would say is, is we don't want to trade the ultimate for the immediate. So what I, what I mean by that is like when you're looking at your future, there's a lot of ways to look at your future. Could we, what's your future look in one week, one month, one year? But are you looking at your future in five years or 10 years or 15 years, right? Mm -hmm. So in order for you to have the success you want in five years, maybe there's some things that you need to stop doing and detox yourself from doing right now that is affecting that five years, but it's not really affecting the one year. It's not really affecting the six months, right? So what do I mean by that? Well, what if it's every week you're going to dinner, you're going out to dinner three or four nights. Mm -hmm. And the ultimate goal in five years is for you to actually save enough money to retire or save enough money to purchase that big thing, right? Well, it's not going to necessarily affect you going out to dinner two, you know, for the first six months or maybe in that first year. Yep. But if you start adding that up over time and you're going, wait a second, like we got to stop doing all of these things for the five-year plan, knowing that it's not going to affect our six-month or our one-year plan. And are you willing to do it? That's the thing. You know, are you willing to detox from that? I know that you guys made a massive change in your guys' life, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And, it w and it just happened to be the fact that it was just going out to dinner a lot. You got it. But what has that done for your future and your finances as you look into that? Yeah, it's it's been huge for us. It's been um, like w once we once we put a number on it of what it was costing us. Again, not by the night or by the week or even by the month. Once we started looking at it long term, we were like, "That's another house, right? Like yeah. that's a down payment on on a on a new home or another home or a, or an investment property." Yeah. And we like that was like a slap in the face, and we were like, "Oh, we got to fix this." Yeah. So um, that's great. I I wasn't really sure how you were gonna tie that one back in, but you you did a great job there. I appreciate that. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, no problem. Well, what do you got? Anything else? I think that's a good solid 20 minutes right here, dude. We're good. Yeah. That was, that was awesome. No, I'm okay. good. Like, we, we covered all five now. We did. All right. Okay, buddy. Well, always a pleasure. Likewise. Okay. Hey, you guys, as always, thank you so much. And the book is getting released. Uh, we're going to have that out. I can't, uh, I'm not going to tell you the date yet, but I will, it'll be very, very soon. Uh, super excited about it. We've got some great things that we're going to be giving away to you uh, if you purchase that book. But uh, I tell you what, um, it's been two years in the making. 
It's been a lot of help from so many people, this man next to me very much included in that. And uh, I can't wait to share it with you. And I can't wait to see what kind of an impact it can make in your life and the life of others that you know that need it. So love you all. Appreciate you. And we will definitely be talking with you soon.